God bless you and welcome to Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church broadcast. We appreciate and welcome all of you, our listeners around the world. Stay tuned to hear an exciting word from pastor teacher, Dr. James Sutton. Saints, where are these false teachers now? Hmm. Right. 
They didn't see it coming, and, and now I get calls of, hey, I want to come to your church because your church is small. It doesn't make a difference because churches are now like echo chambers. Amen. People have been crying out against sin. Did you think God was slacking? Did you think he was asleep? Did you think he was slumbering? <laughs> but you don't want to face it. You don't want to deal with it. You don't want to accept the fact that this is just a trailer before the main event. All right. <laughs> but you know, the Bible tells us in Romans that these things are written aforetime for our learning. That through patience and endurance that we would gather this thing called hope in the scriptures. Man. By examining the scriptures of the past, we will gain hope of, the, of today. By looking at what the Israelites went through. And how they shook their fist at God during the time of prosperity. Mm. Because prosperity brings about responsibility. Right. In America, we have forgotten that. <laughs> it's about bigger, better, more. Mm. The greed of Wall Street <laughs> has diminished those who have worked hard to retire. And one of the statistics is kind of interesting that with all the things I just quoted in 2019 in February was the highest NASDAQ day for the stock market. So that means we were highly prosperous, but we were still killing babies and still sinning and still doing what sinners do. And then you have the church. The church got two kind of folks in it for the most part. Those who say, God, you'll take care of it. I don't need to do anything. I don't need to say nothing. You stuck your head in the sand while the world got worse trying to be relative and trying to be hip and trying to be culturally accepted. And what happened is you became the culture. The culture didn't become you. Mm. You were supposed to be the shining star. You were supposed to be the house on the hill. You were supposed to be the new example because Israel failed. Amen. But we didn't learn our lesson because we don't know our scripture. We didn't learn our lesson because we didn't want to follow God. We didn't learn our lesson because grace gave us this, this false sense of security that we could continue with sin that grace may abound. And Paul said, God forbid. Mm -hmm. We have fathers not taking care of their children mm -hmm. and mothers saying, I got to have fun too, so I got to go out and do what I want to do. I'm a Republican, I'm a Democrat, I'm an Independent. But there's one group right now that everybody's a part of. We're a part of that Corona. Mm -hmm. And Corona don't care how much money you got. That's right. Right. Come on. Corona don't care how smart you are. It doesn't care where you matriculated from. Corona don't care how lazy you are. Corona don't care how poor you are. Corona says, look. I am an equal opportunity virus. <laughs> Some I will come upon and they will die. Saints, I want to tell you something. Quit reading Psalms 91 as if it's a spell book to avoid this thing. There are going to be dear saints that it's their time to go to heaven. You didn't pick when to come here and you can't pick when to leave. Now what does that mean? You don't be sensible? Yes. You supposed to obey the civil government. That's why there's only a few of us here to make this recording. But I want to encourage you this time of, 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 of decision and testing because a faith that can't be tested is a faith that can't be trusted. And from what I'm seeing, some have been in church so long, they forgot to count on God, they counted on the church. Wow. Not, not, not the church of God, but the church of getting together, the church of form and fashion and ritual. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You counted on the ritual more than you counted on the spirit. Wow. Now that you cannot meet and you should not meet, you don't know what to do. You use the Bible as a spell book. Oh, wow. Speaking a word over this and a word over that. You need to have faith. Yes. Yes. You say that you have faith and you, you want to talk to angels. Why do you need to talk to an angel when you got the Holy Ghost inside Woo! of you? The angel is a created thing. <laughs> we find out in Romans that the people worship the creation more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. You need to worship what is blessed. Yes. We need to come out of this superficial way that we do things. Yeah. 
Some pastors start off, this is my Bible. It tells us who we are. But what you mean is it tells us how good we're going to be blessed. But what the Bible tells us, we are born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Yes. And man is born in trouble as the sparks fly up in the air. Surely the sparks will fly up in the air. But sin holds us down. So when you ask me, is this the end? No. Is this the beginning? Of course. Is this a trailer of what things are to come? Of course it is. So we must look to the scripture and see where they fail, where we might succeed. Yes. Yes. We've been in Jeremiah, so let's open up our Bibles. And I'm talking to you people out there. I'm talking to you. Let's open up your Bible. Go dust that Bible off that you had that you throw in the back of your car. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. Yeah, you know how you do it. Mm-hmm. You go to church and then you throw the Bible in the back of your car. Yeah. Go out to your car. I'll give you a few seconds to run out to your car and get your Bible. We'll be reading out of the ESV. I know there's King James people only, but this is not a time to debate that. Let's just read the Word of God. Amen. Amen. So let's 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 take a journey through the Word of God. Amen. You know, people like to name their sermons. I'll just simply name this sermon. Why do you shake your fist at God? Mm. Come on. We've been reading Jeremiah. Well, I've been reading Jeremiah, and I've been encouraging word every on Jeremiah. Please go to our podcast, Walking Truth Radio. You can look us up on the internet or hashtag DRJCS2 and or hashtag WITCFC. And we've been going through the book of Jeremiah. And it's been a great revelation to me. I've enjoyed it because of what we're going through. Sometimes with scripture, you can't enjoy the scripture that you read till you're going through the pain that it causes. Come on. So you can't enjoy the scripture that you read until you go through the through the through the clarion pain that it causes, through the exposure that it causes. Mm. The Bible talks about scripture was written for correction. Okay. And correction exposes. Okay. So when the scripture, when the Bible said begins to talk to you, the first thing it do before it make build you up, it has to cut through all that stuff you got in your mind. Come on now. Right. Your imagination's about grace. You using grace to continue in sin and all that stuff. I don't want to go there and get your business, but you know, uh, <laughs> All right. go get your Bible. You got your Bible now? Yes. Sit, sit next to the person that shoes bed you shouldn't be under. I mean, the shoes shouldn't be under their bed. And let's just, you know, y'all sit there, put some clothes on, and let's go through the Word of God. Man. I can't see, but I, you know, we know how people do. Mm-hmm. But I thank God yes. for a time like this. Mm-hmm. Because the remnant going to do what it has to do. Right. God said he always reserved a remnant yeah. that didn't bow their knee to ball. Now, was a remnant perfect? Of course not. Was a, was a remnant unlike anybody else? But one thing he did not do is worship false gods. Come on, man. So you ask me, Pastor, again, I'll go back to the question. Why are we going through this? Because we walked away from the true and living God. And how much more if he loves his children does he discipline them that the Bible tells us that we see in the Old Testament that he disciplines Israel. Continually, constantly, and consistently, God loves Israel enough to discipline him. And I tell the saints at this body, there's nothing God won't do to get your attention. That's right. right. He will take away, yep. and he will add. There you go. But he's going to get your attention to let you decide whether you're going to follow him. The Jews were in this situation now. Jeremiah's crying out. Can you imagine preaching for all that time and can I get one convert? Hmm. 23 years in, 24 years in, 25 years in, and there's no convert from the messages God has given you that actually seals the doom of the people. What God does is send messengers and prophets throughout time to warn the people that they're heading off a cliff. But they're enjoying so much prosperity, they're like, there's no way we could be heading off a cliff. The NASDAQ is up to 3,000 points. I have a nice car. I have a nice house. I got education. My family is good. How can we, God, why is God warning us? Yeah, we go to church. We worship him and we burn incense. Yeah, we worship him and we practice yoga. Yeah, we worship him and we do other stuff to please the God of this world. 
we rub on, we got elephants and, and, and all kind of things in our house, the crystals that we look up to, believing that they have power, the things that God has made. <laughs> and because we're physical people by nature, we tend to want to do what's physical than what's spiritual. Yeah. The Bible tells us to study to show thyself approved. But we'd rather run around in church seven times and touch a degree and slap hands. But the Israelites were the same way. From Genesis to Malachi, they were the same way. It's almost as if the more God does bless us in the natural, we can't handle it and we look over God. It's almost like this. You hug God and love him, but look over his shoulder for somebody else. Like there's something other than what God wants to give you and bless you with. So we hug them. And we give them that kiss. But isn't that kiss what betrayed Jesus? Yes, yes. We betrayed God because we kissed him. But our whole thing is spiritual adultery. Mm -hmm. Let's open our Bible. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 44. And we're going to read verses. One through one through five. Jeremiah 44, one through five. The word that came to Jeremiah concerning all the Judeans who live in the land of Egypt, at Midgal, at Tephanus, at Memphis, and in the land of Pathros. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, you have seen all the disaster that I brought upon Jerusalem and upon all the cities of Judah. Behold, this day they are desolation, and no one dwells in them because of the evil that they committed. Because of the evil that someone else committed. No. What did it say? They, that they committed. No, someone else committed. They. No, someone down the street committed. They. Someone else, your friends committed. They. No, the heathens committed. They. See, these are the chosen ones of Israel. He's saying... You've seen all the disaster based upon what? What you've done. Mm. He didn't even say the devil. Mm. He said what you have done. Could it possibly be that this, what we're going through, is because of what we have done, church? This is just something to think about. The Bible is full of principles and patterns. So are we going through this because of what we've done? Read. Provoking me to anger mm -hmm. in that they went to make offerings and serve other gods that they knew not, neither they nor you nor your fathers. Yet I persistently sent to you all my servants, the prophets, saying, Oh, do not do this abomination that I hate. But they did not listen or incline their ear to turn from their evil and make no offerings to other gods. But they did not listen or incline their ear to repent from their evil and make no offerings to other gods. We say, Pastor, we don't make offerings to other gods. <laughs> really? You actually think you don't make offerings to other gods? Your job sometimes is your God. Mm -hmm. Come on. Your friends become your God. Mm -hmm. You'll show up on time for everything else, but when it's time to worship God. Uh -oh. My Lord. The pastor has to play games with your mind and tell you we're going to start at one time and give you another time that you actually going to start. Hopefully you'll get there. But why would we have to do that if you worship the true and living God that's been so good to you? God has always reached out to them. God has pleaded when he said, look, you've worshipped all the gods. In Matthew 23 and 7, it says, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that I kills the prophets and stones them, who are what? Sent to them. How often would I have gathered you like a mother hen, but you will not come. God and Israel, this is Jesus talking. This is five, six hundred years later. God is still trying to deal with the nation Israel at the time and saying, there's many messages I send you. Why are you not listening to me? Why are you not paying attention to me? Why are you not looking at me? Go to Matthew 23 and 38. Read. 
Matthew 23 and 38. See, your house is left to you desolate. Your house is left to you desolate. So I'm trying to reach out to you like a mother hen, but you will not come. But because you're not coming, your house, your country, your city, your land is left desolate now. Come on. The streets are empty. <laughs> People are being told, first they were told, don't socialize, social distancing. Now they're being told, hunker in and stay in by all means. Do you understand what the civil government is doing? They're spoon feeding us into this captivity. Right. But because you are in captivity and will obey the laws of the land, doesn't mean that you have to be captivated by it. Like Minister Karen said, you have to be able to continue to worship in spirit and truth right where you live. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many more times we can do this. Mm. So we might have to get on the prayer line. We might have to see each other digitally. And what I want to encourage you today is while we're going through this, we have something Israel didn't have. We have technology. Yeah. I know that some of you are refusing to use technology, but you need to learn how to do it now because that's going to make you the only way that you're going to be able to communicate one with another. God has always reached out to Israel and tried to save them. Go to Romans 11 and 3. Romans 11 and 3. Lord, they have killed your prophets. They have demolished your altars. And I alone am left. And they seek my life. Then the next verse says, But what is God's reply to him? I have kept for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed their knee to Baal. God has always reserved a remnant of people who have not bowed their knee to the culture who have not bowed their knee to the time, who have traded in, has traded in their lifestyle for the standard. Where your lifestyle is not important now. What difference does it make? Your lifestyle. When Corona say, I'll even penetrate that too. It's our lifestyle is the reason why we get infected. We just can't stand to be away from each other because we worship each other. Man worships himself. The Bible tells us that man will worship himself. Man will become lovers of self. That's right. And we all want to put it on the LBGT community. No, that's not what that scripture means. It includes that. But what it is, is you will worship yourself. Versus worship the creator. Man shakes his fist and will not humble himself. Man shakes his fist at God during prosperity and say, I got it, God. Thank you very much. But no, I don't need to humble myself because you won't bless me because I'm so good. Uh -oh. I'm so great. I'm so nice. I'm so, I'm so whatever. <laughs> but what's happening now? All of your soul don't deal with what's going on. That's right. But are you so humble? Are you willing now to bow your knee to God? No, no, no. We're going to figure out what to do. We're going to find a way to handle this. But just like in Jeremiah's days, he told them, you will be in captivity for 70 years. <laughs> and I don't care what prophet comes along. Hananiah came along and said, no, you're going to be out too. And God said, tell him he's a liar and I didn't send him. There is nobody right now that knows when we're coming out of this. But it's not when we're coming out as important as what we do while we're in. Quick shake your fist at God and bend your knee and bow your head and repent yes. and be saved. Amen. Yes. Amen. yes. But let's see where the Jews did. Let's go to Jeremiah 44, start at verse 10. Jeremiah 44 and 10. They have not humbled themselves even to this day. To this day, saints. To this day, you haven't humbled yourself. Nor have they feared, nor walked in my law and my statutes that I set before you and before your fathers. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I will set my face against you for harm to cut off all Judah. I will take the remnant of Judah who have set their faces to come to the land of Egypt to live. 
and they shall all be consumed. Now check this out. The answer, instead of humbling yourself, in Jerusalem, in Judea, they said they're going to run. What's that song? Who can you run to? <laughs> Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Since we won't go to escape, escape Corona, we won't go to escape God. If the judgment of God, if this is the judgment of God upon the world, where you gonna go? How deep can you go in the sea, and where can you go in the air to escape God? So the leader decided to, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna run to Egypt. I'm gonna run to Egypt. And when I run to Egypt, I'm going to be all right because guess what? God ain't in Egypt. Mm -hmm. But where is God? God is everywhere. Right. Yeah. What's the commercial? MasterCard is everywhere you want it to be. <laughs> God is everywhere you want it to be and where you don't want it to be in your business. Amen. Right. Read on. In the land of Egypt, they shall fall. By the sword and by famine, they shall be consumed. Mm -hmm. From the least to the greatest. See, that lets you know this is an equal opportunity thing God was doing back then. Mm -hmm. He said it to the, from the least unto the greatest. The last shall be first and the first shall be last. You're not going to escape this thing. Mm -hmm. God may spare you because he's merciful. God may spare you because he's merciful and you're a remnant. You're not special if you're a remnant. You're just chosen by God. Mm -hmm. Because you don't worship other gods. You may have other flaws. But you're not willing to worship other gods. This is a great time for those who are seeking the true and living God. Come on and read your Bible. Yes. Yes. Get under some good Bible teaching. Mm -hmm. Get away from that fluffy, duffy, candy cane stuff. Yes. That don't do nothing but give you spiritual diabetes. You're sitting over there now, needing a whole root canal spiritually because you follow bad teachers that told you you got a blessing with your name on it. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Tell the truth now. You been eating too much spiritual cake mm -hmm. candy. Too much running around in circles. Mm -hmm. You'd have ran around a church so much, you should be a track star. You should be an Olympian. <laughs> but God is saying, don't make no difference how far you run. Come on. You can't hide. That's right. That's right. You can go to Egypt if you want to, but you can't hide. Because this I have ordained. Yes. Don't you know, saints, that God ordains everything that comes to pass? That's right. Everything. That nothing happens that God is the call of God by? Whether he actively does it or he passively does it. You have a, you are a free more agent on how you're gonna respond to it. See? That's the key to the teaching. See, you 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 got a choice on how you're gonna respond, and their choice was we're gonna run away. <laughs> That's what y'all think. I'm gonna run away. God can't find me over here. <laughs> but you can run, saints. All across the world. And Corona said, hello. Greeting you at every door, every handle, mm. every meeting, every counter you touch, even on your cell phone. Mm -hmm. Read. They shall die by the sword and by famine, and they shall become an oath, a horror, a curse, and a taunt. Why would you want to be an oath, a what? A horror. A whore. A curse. A curse. And a taunt. And a taunt. Because you won't humble yourself. Mm -hmm. My goodness. My goodness. Humble yourself before the mighty hand of God in due time. He will exalt you. Amen. Yes. You got to make that decision up for yourself. Yeah. Keep reading. I will punish those who dwell in the land of Egypt as I have punished Jerusalem with the sword, with famine, and with pestilence, mm -hmm. so that none of the remnant of Judah who have come to live in the land of Egypt shall escape or survive or return to the land of Judah, to which they desire to return to dwell there. Now start, check this out. So you're going to leave where you at to go somewhere else to escape, and God said, what you escaping to, you're going to die in, and you'll never make it back to where you want to be. Mm. Wow. Church. Same thing with you. You've left where you were supposed to be spiritually mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to go somewhere else. <laughs> to act like you're spiritual. To act like you're righteous. To not follow the scriptures. Wow. And now you want to come back. 
And God is saying, no, you just stay over there. Because that's where you want it to be. I'm going to ratify your decision. I'm going to allow you to go where you want to go, but there is a thing called my prerogative. And in his prerogative, he says, you, when you go, you can go. I'm not going to stop you, but you ain't gonna, not going to make it back to me. Is that a great thing, church, that we have grace and mercy, that we're in a different covenant? Yes, yes. yes. Because the covenant of grace says no matter how far we stray, mm -hmm. he's willing to come get us. Yes, thank you. Like the prodigal son. Thank you, thank you. That's what Jesus told us. No matter how vile we become, that thing that he called grace and mercy renews every morning and he calls his church back. And what I'm trying to say, church, this is what we learn. You don't take advantage of it and not turn. You take advantage of it and turn and return. All you have to do is repent. Yes. Yeah. All you have to do is decide that, that your way is no good and God's way is better. Man. Yeah. Right. Read on. For they shall not return except some fugitives. Then all the men who knew that their wives had made offerings to other gods, and all the women who stood by a great assembly, all the people who lived in Pathros in the land of Egypt, answered Jeremiah. As for the word that you have spoken to us. Now check this out. Mm -hmm. Now they don't respond to Jeremiah. So we got, now, now I want, and I always teach this. Husbands, husbands, men. Mm -hmm. As you go, your wife go. Yeah. So God has raised up a standard that it, whatever happens to the family is because of you. You are held responsible. Mm -hmm. So the men of Egypt are being held responsible, but they bring their wives in. You see how I said, their wives were offered to strange gods. Mm -hmm. Well, their wives wouldn't do unless they did. Read. So what is their response? They answered Jeremiah. As for the word that you have spoken to us in the name of the Lord. Think about it. In the name of the Lord. We will not listen to you. What? Why won't you listen to me? But we will do everything that we have vowed. Make offerings to the queen of heaven. To the who? The queen of heaven. Ain't no such thing. None. Mm. But you worshiping the queen of heaven. Wow. <coughs> That's a pagan God. But they say, we're not going to listen. Even though you came in the name of the Lord, mm. we're not going to listen to you because we will continue to do what, what? we want to do. Mm. And we will give offerings what? To the queen of heaven and go ahead. And pour out drink offerings to her. And take care of her and feed her thirst. <laughs> As we did, both we and our fathers our kings and our officials. Hold on, whoa. We must stop right there. So it started at the top. Mm -hmm. It started with the leaders. Mm -hmm. See, some of y'all are in these churches and you all messed up scripturally because you're following false teachers. You're just doing as your leader does. They burn incense, you burn incense. They run around the church, you run around the church. They twist scripture, you twist scripture. Oh. They take it out of context, you just do whatever you want with it. Wow. I know you, I, I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. This is too hard for you to swallow. But you could chew on the meat if your, your teeth wasn't rotten with the bad stuff. Oh, wow. You can chew on this meat if your teeth are right with all the notions that you got in your head. They want to do what they want to do. Read. In the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. For then we had plenty of food and prospered and saw no disaster. Mm -hmm. But since we left off making offerings to the queen of heaven and pouring our drink offerings to her, we have lacked everything and have been consumed by the sword and by famine. Mm -hmm. And the women said, when we made offerings to the queen of heaven and poured our drink offerings to her, was it without our husband's approval that we made cakes for her, bearing her image? Whose fault is it? Whose fault is it? The husband. The wife is saying, did we not do these things, these abominable things, at the bequest and the support of our husbands? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Read. 
bearing her image and poured out drink offerings to her. Then Jeremiah said to all the people, men and women, all the people who had given him this answer. As for the offerings that you offered in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. During your time of prosperity, go ahead. You and your fathers, your kings and your officials and the people of the land. Did not the Lord remember them? Did it not come into his mind? The Lord could no longer bear your evil deeds and the abomination that you committed. Therefore, your land has become a desolation and a waste and a curse without inhabitants mm. as it is this day. Wow. It is because you made offerings and because you sinned against the Lord and did not obey his voice of the Lord or walk in his law and in his statutes and in his testimonies. And this disaster has happened to you as, as it this day. Amen. Mm -hmm. So this has happened because of you. Saints, could it be some of this is happening because of us? We are his body and we're acting and, and, and disobeying and doing what we want to do because grace is given to us. Grace will be your grave. And what I mean by that is if you do not utilize grace the way it's supposed to, it will be what condemns you. What condemned them? The grace of God that he's been patient with them and long-suffering with them, and he allowed them to continue to do it. He said prophets, and we read that they killed the prophets all day long. Every man prophet that has come to them, they have stoned them because they didn't tell them what they wanted. Jeremiah got slapped in the face. He got uh, 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 incarcerated. He got told that he wasn't a prophet of God, and now he has to tell them, all that you've done has been useless because you want to worship other than the true living God. You want to do what you want to do. You want to say what you want to say. You want to run things the way you want. So what shall we say? So what shall we say? Go to Romans 2.24. Romans 2 and 24. For as it is written, the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you. So because of what the Israelites had done back then, the Gentiles couldn't see the light. Mm -hmm. So think about this, church. Because of what we're doing now, not following God as he had called us to do under the, the law of grace and love and mercy, maybe the world who are unbelievers, Jew and Gentile alike, can't see the light that we're supposed to carry. Mm -hmm. And because of what we're not doing and also what we're doing, the name of God is blasphemed amongst the unbelievers. Go to Romans 1.25. And I'll read that one. It's one of my favorite scriptures. Because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worship and serve the creator, the creation rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Amen. So you're doing what you want to do. Who's your mother earth? Who's your mother of heaven? Who is she? Who is he? That you bow down and worship them versus worship the true creator. Things that are created. Let somebody hit your car. You will have a conniption. But let somebody talk about your God and you say, well, that's your opinion. Wow. These are the times that we live in. What is the condition of man? What is the condition of man? Romans 3.10 tells us there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understands or seeks after God. Romans 3.23 says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. 6.23 says in Romans, the wages of sin is death. What are we doing, saints? We're killing ourselves through disobedience. We're killing ourselves through our lasciviousness. We're killing ourselves because we believe that we're okay. But in some ways, I see that we're worse off than Israel. Right, right. Israel had to sacrifice hundreds of thousands of millions of bulls and goats for their sin. And we have the one true sacrifice 
our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and we still won't obey him. He said adulterers and fornicators will not see the kingdom of heaven. God still has a standard, even under, even under this dispensation that we call grace. But I would challenge somebody. God has been gracious with mankind since the fall of mankind. Right. <laughs> He's always given us an opportunity to turn back. And when we wouldn't turn up, eventually he gets tired and he says, look, I have to punish you. I have to chastise you because I love you. Yeah. Yeah. And the deeper the rebellion, the deeper the punishment. So at that level of rebellion, he raised up a Nebuchadnezzar, we called his servant. There was more evil than their evil. That could chastise them because they thought they had it going on. Church, you really think you got it going on. But you don't, so the condition of man. There is none righteous, no, not one. God's loving reason, Romans 5 and 7. For one was scarcely die for a righteous person. Though, what, perhaps for a good person one would, what, dare even to die. But God, now check out this, but God, but God shows his love, Romans 5 8, shows his love my God, I'm going to say it again, shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So in the midst of this thing, compared to what they were going through, they had no sacrifice to appease God. And while we were still yet sinners, just as sinful as they are, totally depraved, then God sent Jesus to die for us. There is none righteous, no, not one. Read 5 and 9, says Romans 5 and 9. Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. Continue. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more, now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. So now we're saved by his life. Reconcile means we've come back together because of him, not because of you. That's right. You are still a sinner and fall short of the glory of God every day. But because of him who died for you, the unrighteous, so that you can be righteous. So in Christ we are righteous, not outside of him, not alongside of him, but in him for those who believe. The only reason why this thing is not worse, I want to encourage the saints. The true saints is because you're still here. You still got work to do, saints. Yes. Yeah. There's people you need to tell the gospel to. Mm -hmm. Don't shrink back. Because Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power unto salvation. 5.11 says, more than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through whom we have what? Now receive reconciliation. So this is a time to rejoice. Hallelujah. Because we have received reconciliation of our own know in Christ. So even though our sins may be as red as scarlet, he will make them white as snow. It's all about him, saints. Yes, it is. We have reconciliation because of him. So you say, Pastor, what do I do? Faith come by hearing. Hearing come by the word of God. You need to hear this word and get saved. Yes. Know yes. you wasn't there, but trust in what God said. He said, let my word be true in every man a liar. Yes, Lord. And the only time that we are absolutely representing God when we explain and say his word. Anything other than that, any direction other than in God's word, in his spirit. He said, my word is spirit. Some foolish person said, we need to get our heads out of the Bible and get our heads into the cloud. That's a fool. That's a fool. And that fool was allowed to say that from behind the pulpit. Why would you follow a person that gets you out of what to save you? It's his word that saves us. It's his spirit in his word that saves us. Yes, Lord. Romans 10 ain't read. 
But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Keep reading. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So there's a big dispute when these, these false teachers about the word of faith. They have created a whole religion behind the word of faith. It tells you what your word of faith should be. If you confess with your mouth that what? Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. And? Believe in your heart. Believe in your heart. That God raised him from the dead. That God raised him from the dead. And this faith in that will make you what? Saved. Amen. That's your word of faith. Yeah. And all that other stuff. <laughs> Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> there it is. Read the next verse. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. Thank you. So now that you're saved, go to Romans 2 and 4. And let's see what happens. Because we say now we can look back and see how good God is, how God preserved us through this time of Corona, if we make it to the other side, if we wanted the saints that are left here versus going on to glory, we can look back through this time like other times and say, God, you've been good. And what is going to do, Nancy? Or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? So do you presume like they did in Jeremiah's time on God's goodness, on his kindness, not knowing what they should have known, that the goodness of God during their prosperity should lead them to continue to repent. Mm -hmm. Church, you got this. It's right there before your eyes. Yeah. His goodness may cause you to run around. His goodness may cause you to jump and shout. Yeah. His goodness may yeah. cause you to sing. But his yeah. goodness is meant first and foremost to lead you to repentance. Two and five. Go ahead. Man. But because of your hard and impenitent heart. Here we go. We just was feeling good. Yeah. But because of our hard heart and our hard head. You are storing up wrath for yourself mm. on the day of wrath when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. So God has said, you doing the same thing they doing. You doing the same thing the Israelites did. You or I'm being patient with you should lead you to repent, but you keep on doing what you want to do. You keep on offering strange offers up to strange gods. You keep worshiping other gods. You keep doing what's in your imagination. You keep going forward in something that is foolishness is not faith. But what you're doing is you're storing up wrath. You're putting money in the wrath bank. <laughs> And we saw that the wages of sin is death. Yes, yeah. yes. But not for you, church. You're storming the wrath. That's for the unsaved folk. But you're storming the wrath for chastisement. Mm -hmm. You're storming up because you, you deserve a chastisement. You deserve to have all that you've done for God to be willed away because you've actually done things that were not for God. This is the state of the church. Just like then. Just like now. So what is the answer, Pastor? I'm glad you asked. The, pastor, the answer is confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God is raising from the dead and you shall be, be saved. Don't have a hard heart right now. Don't shake your fist at God and say, we're going to take care of it. I'm going to be all right. Right. You might not be. <laughs> but you're going to be all right because God said all things happen to the good. For those who love God according to his purpose. See, God's goodness and purpose doesn't mean you got to be okay with it. Mm -hmm. That's when we make our mistake. Well, we say as long as I feel good, it's good. No, as long as God is glorified, it's yeah. good. Amen. <laughs> yes. And as long as it sanctifies you and drives you closer to God, it is good. Right. So what does God use to drive us closer to him during this time? Whatever it is, it's persecution and pain and suffering. There you go. 
Because the suffering builds our Christian character. And there's a suffering you deserve and a suffering you don't deserve. But all of the suffering is supposed to drive you to God. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Because you're born to this trouble. Amen. As the embers of a fire goes up, you're born to this thing. Mm -hmm. Jesus said you were saved to suffer for his sake. Yes. So how do you go suffer now? <laughs> Through Corona? <laughs> you're going to suffer to tell somebody the gospel? You're going to suffer to call somebody and say, you know what? What we were fighting about don't make no sense now. Right, right. Keep that little money. Mm -hmm. I need to tell you about Jesus. There you go. Have your little attitude. <laughs> I need to tell you about Jesus. Because <laughs> now the playing field has been leveled. Yes. And we all need Jesus. Yes. All of us. Yes. In Jeremiah, from the least to the lowest. There you go. Mm -hmm. Don't harden your heart and listen. And come to Jesus. What's the song say, Karen? Come, you know that song, Karen? Come, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. There you go. Come wow. Come to Jesus. Oh, yeah. Come, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus just now. Yeah. Just now. Yes. He will save you. thank you today. I thank you for your word, for your people. Amen. Lord, I thank you for those who will listen. Yes. I thank you for those who may have gotten saved. Mm. But Lord, most importantly, I thank you that we say. Yes, Lord. Thank you. And sanctified and being glorified in you. <coughs> that your work to sanctify us and continue. Yes. And Lord, we ask that you have mercy on our souls. And continue to give us that grace and mercy that you promised that renews every day. And Lord, let us walk by faith and not by sight, and let us obey our civil authorities as you called us to do. Hello, this is Pastor Jay. I'm excited to invite you to come over to listen to our broadcast on YouTube. Yes, Walk in True Christian Fellowship Church on YouTube. We have some great videos over there, and you'll be able to listen to all the lessons and the podcast. So again, subscribe, like, and continue to comment and listen. This is Pastor Jay. Talk to you later. Peace.